Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where personal finance is about the person, not the numbers, and budget isn't a four-letter word anymore. And here are your co-hosts, financial coaches Julie Manuel and Jacqueline Wise. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to our November edition of the FC Beat. This is where Coach Jacqueline and I come into the group and we celebrate all of the awesome wins that our clients have had over the last month, give you guys updates on what's happening with us, what's happening in the business, what things you might need to want to be thinking about with your money during this month and the upcoming months. We always try to give you a little tidbit of insight to help you with your finances. Um, So let's get this party started. Coach Jacqueline has had the jokes for the last couple of months. And so this month I am doing the joke and I found the perfect one. I'm so excited. (laughs) Are you ready? Are you ready for our cheesy dad joke? Okay. So Jacqueline, if pilgrims were alive today, what would they be known for? I have no idea. Their age. Oh, Jill. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, man. I was really trying to think this one through for a second there. I'm like trying to think of some kind of pun, but yeah, no, I couldn't get it. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) you're funny. Yeah. Happy early Thanksgiving, everyone. And to our friends in Canada, happy belated Thanksgiving. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Oh, so Jacqueline, what has been up with you the last month? What it, what have you been seeing in your life? I have been pretty busy in the past month. I've done a lot of traveling. So I know you're going to talk a little bit more about what we did in Phoenix, but I was in Phoenix with Coach Dill and Coach Kelsa and the whole team, and it was so fun to get to see everyone. And right now, I'm actually coming to you guys from Fort Lauderdale. I Got to travel with John again this week, so that's been nice to be beachside while Ohio's getting some snow, and I'm getting texts from my mother and my mother-in-law about, you know, the snowy roads and everything that's going on at home. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in the sun, enjoying a pina colada, and (laughs) just having a good time. So work, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, coming up, we host Thanksgiving at our house. So budget wise, we've been like setting aside extra money in our budgets for food and entertaining like those categories. And uh, so we're also going to be decorating for Christmas this weekend. We're going to get some Christmas decorations up. So yeah, that's what's going on in the wise house. How about with you guys, Jill? Oh, gosh, I feel like there's always plenty going on, right? Like life just doesn't slow down, even when the world kind of has slowed down due to closures and everything like that. I think that it's just been a hopping year. I I know that, you know, since March, we've all been saying, is 2020 over yet? And here it is. We're mid-November, almost the end of November already. And it kind of like smacks me in the face a little bit. Like, how on earth are we here already? Oh, my gosh, it's blowing me away. Um, this year, one of our big projects that we've been doing is some landscaping at our house and it is so close to being done just this morning. Our trees arrived. They planted our trees out front. So it's really exciting. We have the rest of our plants to put in and all of the rock. We're transitioning everything over to desert landscaping. Um, we, this is like a twofold reason. Okay. So one is the fiscal reason we are fiscally savvy, right? And we 
live in the desert and watering grass in the desert is like, just feels so pointless. I don't know. It just <laughs> is like all summer long, you have to be running so much water and our water bills are so incredibly high. And our front yard is sloped just enough that most of the water just runs right off of the yard because the ground is so hard and so dry. And it just, it feels like every year we're super frustrated with our grass. It doesn't grow in well. We're spending all this money on water. So we were like, we're done. We hate our yard. We do not enjoy anything about it. We're ripping literally everything out of it, which we did earlier this year. I mean, took out everything. <laughs> and so now we're like starting from ground zero and it has been really fun getting the projects done. And now we're finally seeing the end of it. It should be done next month. Like we are within yeah. weeks, I think, of being done with the front yard, which feels really good. Minus the plants that are out of season that we can't get until the spring. There's going to be a few things that have to go in in the spring just because we can't find them right now, but it's going to be really close. So that is super exciting. Um, other things that we've been doing, we we put in new AC units this spring. Mm -hmm. So those of you that were around in April, that's what one of our big other home projects is we had to replace both of our AC units, all of the ducting, huge project. Again, here in Arizona, your air conditioning is really important. And when you're told by three different people that it's going to die this summer, you kind of have to fix it. So... <laughs> We had to do that and we will be paying it off tomorrow. So we did a 0% financing on that in April and it was a very huge uh, financial investment and we really have been focused and working really hard on getting that tackled this year. Um, we have all the way until like next October, I think, to get it paid off before the 0% runs out. But I just, I want it to be done. I don't want to be thinking about it. I don't like that debt over our heads. Uh, so it'll be paid wow. off tomorrow, which is really exciting. Um, so those are our big like financial wins in our life, I would say, the big things we've been doing. And besides that, we're just, you know, starting to think about the holidays and entering the new year and what goals we have for the new year. I know some people don't think about this until January 1st, but I really love to start planning for the new year in November, finalizing plans in December. And in January, we hit the ground running. We're ready to go. So that's been a big part of conversations in our house this last few weeks. That's great. Hey, congratulations on paying off your AC 11 months early. That is crazy good. Yes, we feel so good about it. I think like, you know, as financial coaches, we, we have our own financial decisions that we're making all the time too. And I think sometimes our clients think, oh, it's so easy for us, but it is hard still sometimes, right? It's hard to figure out what do you want to prioritize? What comes first, second, third? There's so many options for where to put our money. And I will say that sometimes the thing that is the most fiscally savvy thing is also not the same thing that excites you the most, motivates you the most, helps you sleep the best at night. And we've gone back and forth over the last six months about like, what is our primary goal? What do we want to throw the most money towards? And I think I mentioned actually on an FCB a month or two ago about having this really big goal to tackle my student loans. And we did put about $10,000 towards paying them down. And then I just kept coming back to this AC. And I was like, I don't want to carry this into the new year. I don't like the fact that there's this loan out there. I don't like, 
you know, God forbid something happens and we still have this huge payment to get it paid off by the end of the 0% time. It feels like pressure to me. Whereas my student loans, like, yeah, they feel like pressure and I want them gone, but it's not the same sort of pressure that I was feeling. So we decided to change our focus and that's okay. It's okay to change focus. We're still making great financial progress. We feel really good about it. It's actually like a huge mental burden and weight off of our shoulders to know that this one's tackled and going to be gone. And we still have like a whole nother month that I can put money towards the student loans. So who knows what happens in December, but I'll still make a little progress. So yeah. 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 That is awesome. And it's so good that like we're surrounded by so many fiscally savvy people. Like I bounce my financial decisions off of you all the time, Coach Jill. Coach Jill is my coach for those of you who didn't realize it. So all the time I'm like, well, what do you think this month, Coach Jill? Let's take a look at my numbers. So yeah, exactly. Great. We all yeah. lean into one another too. So it's really great to have someone, an outside perspective, someone to talk through all the options and choices. Because sometimes we have our own blind spots, right? That we just don't Absolutely. see it clearly. And we need someone to like help us think through a decision so that we feel really confident in what we're doing. Yeah, 100%. So we're gonna give you guys a little update on what's been going on with the business. So we have a phone call, we call a Q&A phone call. So in case you guys didn't know this, you can schedule that phone call. It's a free conversation with one of our coaches where we just listen to what's going on in your finances and see if we are the coaches who can help you tackle it. So we had five of those phone calls scheduled last month. And we also had five people move forward with Eureka sessions. So our Eureka session is a two hour session with one of us, one of your coaches. And we really dive deep into your financial goals. We really help you strategize and come up with a great plan to really move the needle forward in your finances. So we've had another busy month, which is great. We love helping people get started with you know their financial goals gain more momentum make progress feel so much differently about your money and so we're really excited for both of those and then we also had three new sets of clients come on in the past month so we would like to welcome angel and brett to the fiscal fitness family and also david and then finally, my client Kelly's boyfriend, Keith, is going to be starting to sit in on some coaching sessions. So welcome, Keith, to the Fiscal Fitness family. Yes, awesome. I always am encouraged at the end of the year when there's people that are still like ready to tackle their financial goals. Because what we start to see, and it's in so many different areas, right? It's like, I'll just wait till January. I'll wait until the new year. It's when the new diet starts. It's when the new budget starts. Like I have to get through the holidays and then I'll clean up all the mess, right? And I think the reality is that like today is so much better to start. Like don't wait until things are messier or things are worse than where they are right now, or you're feeling more frustrated. There's no need to have to put it off. And, you know, I think one of the benefits of someone starting coaching or having a financial coaching session now is to feel like they're prepared for the end of the year, for all of the holidays, all of the moving pieces. 
go into it feeling confident instead of going into it feeling blind. And then come January, you feel like, oh my gosh, now I have all this regret from what happened in the last month. And now yeah. I have to clean it all up. Uh, we're not going to like blame you or anything regardless. Come, come to us in January too, but no need to wait, you guys. You can get started now and we will help you to enter the end of the year feeling really strong, feeling really confident with what you're doing with your money. So mm -hmm. um, yes, that was definitely like, you know, some of the conversations even with the new clients that are coming on is like, what would it look like if you could actually make it through this year and not have to put any of your Christmas shopping on credit cards? Like they've never experienced that before ever, ever, right? So we're going to help make that happen, put a plan in place. And it's just really exciting to see that that can come into fruition that quickly. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, so updates within fiscal fitness, Jacqueline mentioned that she traveled here to Phoenix and it was amazing. It was so much fun. The beginning of this month, we had what would have been our biggest live event of the year. We were supposed to do a live financial coaching symposium in May and due to COVID, it got postponed. It got canceled. We moved it to 2021. But we decided like we still really want to connect with our financial coaches community and have an online virtual event. Um, for those of you who don't know, we also train other coaches to develop their own financial coaching business and we help mentor them and coach them. Um, and it's a really fun side of the business that we love being able to contribute to. And so this event was for them to help financial coaches from all over the country and actually all over the world who joined us virtually. And we flew our team into Phoenix, which was just really cool for us all to be together to put this event on. Um, it was a huge success and just really great. I think like a much needed connection with other people in the industry. Um, we just love doing those types of things. And then after the event, we had a new branding photo session and it was so fun. We cannot wait to get all of our new pictures. We all got to like feel like princesses, <laughs> get our hair and makeup done and wear fun clothes. And, you know, Michael, I don't know if Michael would say he felt like a princess exactly. He didn't get to wear <laughs> the sparkly glitter skirts that us girls did. But um, it was just a really fun time for all of us to be together and connect because we do all work virtually. And we have people on the team all over the country. Jacqueline's in Ohio. We've got Amy, our marketing girl is in Chicago. Sherry, our amazing assistant extraordinaire is in San Diego. And, you know, we just don't all get to connect together in person. And so it was, it was so fun. It was so, so fun and so needed. It, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful time. It was the first time I got to be with you guys live since uh, joining the team. So that was yeah. like a really fun treat for me too. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so we want to dive in and just share some seasonal tips for you guys, things that can help you navigate the holiday season. So first I have some tips to help you prepare for Thanksgiving. So tip number one, this is a shout out to you, Coach Jill is to go listen to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, episode number 104, where Coach Jill talked all about emotionally-based spending, which is something that a lot of us can experience going into the holiday season. 
with all of the Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday sales that are going on. And some of those sales are starting even sooner than Thanksgiving. So I actually just listened to the episode this morning. It was amazing. Oh, How to recognize you. if you're making an emotionally charged spending decision versus making a decision from a financially prepared place. Um, it was a great episode, Coach Jill. And so you guys need to run to that episode as soon as this is done and <laughs> check out that one. And you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. And my second tip is right now, especially if you're somebody who's going to be hosting any holiday parties or hosting Thanksgiving, Right now is the time to probably be upping the amount of money on your budget going to your food expenses or your entertaining expenses. We just did this ourselves because we host Thanksgiving. And so definitely something to think about as we move into the holiday season. And then final big tip for like Thanksgiving time and all of the sales is to make sure you're shopping from a list. And this was something Coach Jill shared in that episode as well. So whether it's you know buying groceries for your Thanksgiving meal or your holiday parties, or whether it's your gift giving budget that you're doing on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, having a list and having a dollar amount, a target that you wanna stay below when you do your shopping can really help you make sure that this time of the year doesn't completely take over the rest of your budget, the rest of your financial goals. So you really can end the year strong. Anything to add to that, Coach Jill? Yeah, no, I think that that's so, so good, Jacqueline, and so needed. I I think 100% of the time, we overestimate how much money we have and we underestimate how much we've already spent <laughs> when it comes <laughs> yes. to the holidays. Like, it just is the way that it is. We get really busy. There's so many moving pieces likely more financial transactions than almost any other time of the year are happening around this time of the year, like through Christmas time, right? Or through the holidays. And um, I know, like for even for myself, that if I do not have everything logged, I use an app called the Christmas app. I've used it for a decade. I know I've mentioned it probably half a dozen times on different podcasts <laughs> and things already. But if I did not have that to keep track of what I already have, I honestly forget. Like I do not remember what I have already purchased and I'm out in stores and I'm seeing all of these fun, cool things and I'm seeing sales and I'm like, oh, that's such a great price and I should get it right now. I have already this holiday season had things in my cart and then been like, I really should check and see how much I've already purchased and had to pull up that app and look to see what was on my list. And I'm like, oh, well, shoot, I've already purchased this and this and this and this. And I forgot that I had all of that stuff already. And it's like, okay, back out of the cart and back onto the shelf. I do not need all of this stuff right now. Even if the sales are so tempting and it looks really great, I'm just, just saying no. I'm just saying no. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I know I do the same thing. I keep all of our gifts in one closet in our house. And so many times I'll like see something earlier in the year that I'll buy for someone. And I totally forget that it's up there in the closet. So the one thing I need to remind myself to do every Christmas is look and see what you've already purchased in that closet because you might already have a gift for someone. It might, they might already be at their limits. So. Exactly. And my <laughs> kids are the biggest temptation, like absolutely mm -hmm. around the holiday time. 
it is so it is so fun to shop for them and it's like oh my gosh they would be so excited to open this up and i would love to get it for them and time and time again i have to keep like reining things back in a little bit and just reminding myself we already have a plan we already have most of the shopping done it's okay they don't need all of the things of everything all on this one day like come on pace it a little bit, Jill, right? So like, I have to coach myself a little bit through that and be like, it's okay. We can wait until a birthday for that. We don't need to give them everything on this day. And, you know, I, I remember as a kid, like Christmas was always the biggest holiday for us. It was always the thing. My parents loved it. My dad, especially like it was the time that he went overboard every year. Like, you know, all, it was like all year long, every single want or desire was saved until Christmas morning. And then it was like craziness, the amount of gifts that we would get. And, you know, I think that like, if we're not careful, we can get into that place of like, every year we almost have to feel like we have to outdo the last year or that like, we did this much last year and it's totally fine to do this much more. And I've kind of forgotten how much I spent or bought. And now I'm going to add and add and add. And I remember as a teenager feeling really embarrassed about having people come to our house and the piles of gifts that were around our Christmas tree and that it stopped being so enjoyable because it felt so over the top. And it was like, I, I don't know. I guess I I love and appreciate that my parents loved it so much and that they wanted to do it and they enjoyed it so much. And there is so much beauty in that. And also, I want to be very mindful of being present to the holiday for what the holiday is for us and spending time together and creating memories and not having it be all about like all of the stuff that we get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So speaking of that, we have some tips, some budget friendly ideas, especially this year for a COVID holiday. Um, one thing I want to mention before I get into those is uh, we did an episode, a podcast episode refresh of an older episode Kelsa and Michael recorded on some budget friendly holiday ideas. So definitely go check that out, too. Um, but here are some that I, some other ideas I have to share with you. So one of them is, especially if money is tight, if you've lost your job recently, if your Christmas budget or your holiday budget is lower than normal, you can participate in Secret Santa rather than buying a gift for every single person or maybe every single adult on your list. And there's actually some really cool apps and websites that will do this for you. So if you aren't gonna be able to get together together at the holidays and you're gonna be doing things a little bit more virtually, this might be a really great option. And what you can do is put everyone's name in on these apps or websites. You can even put in a little like wish list of things you want. You can set a top dollar amount for what everyone is going to spend. And then what the app will do is shuffle everyone's names together and give you the name of someone that's in your Secret Santa app with you. So it's kind of a cool idea. Uh, and then you can also like just send them gifts, you know, right in the mail and things like that. So it could be one option. Another idea that I love is buying inexpensive items that you're going to use on an experience 
gift. So it could be a date with your spouse or partner, or it could be something you do for your kids. So if, for instance, your spouse or partner loves to go hiking, you could do some research on trails in your area and put the dates on your calendars as soon as you give, you know, the research, you know, or if you print the maps or you come up with the idea and you You've got these three hikes you want to do and you show them on Christmas morning and maybe you buy like a new water bottle or something small to go with that for the trip. Um, or if there's a local beach nearby, you could buy some sand toys from the dollar store and on Christmas morning, have your kids open up the toys and right then and there, pick out a date, put it on your calendar. And so the idea is that you'll do all the planning, all of the research ahead of time, all the coordinating so that your spouse or your kids can just show up and enjoy the experience. And I really love that one, especially like getting outside and some fresh air with everything going on. It's going to be a great, yeah. great way to give a gift. So. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it could be like a loaf of bread and you're going to the park to feed the ducks, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So simple. My kids still, even at ages eight and 11, would love that, you know, is like, yeah. we're going to go and we're going to go to the park and feed the ducks. And they always love that and look forward to it. And it's so simple and could totally surprise and delight your kids. Absolutely. And then if you like to typically get gifts for like your children's teachers or their bus drivers, especially if you are a friend who's local to Arizona, to the Phoenix area. I love this idea of planting a succulent in a pretty mug that you get from the dollar store or another small container. And this can be like a project you do with your kids. So, you know, you can take some cuttings right from your yard, or maybe you have a neighbor who's willing to let you do this some soil, you know, a few mugs, plant these gifts for them. And it just creates a really sweet little gift that doesn't have to cost a ton of money. Yeah. I love that. That's such a cute idea. I'm like, Oh, who could I do that with right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such a good idea, Jacqueline. Thank you for sharing those. I love that. Sure. Uh, yes. All right. Well, let's go into our final portion of the FCB where we recognize our clients. We always love to celebrate the successes that our clients are having, all of the goals that they're reaching. This list is by no means all inclusive. I feel like every month I start putting together lists of clients and what they've achieved. And like we could talk for five hours, but I don't think anyone wants to listen to a Facebook live <laughs> or a podcast that goes on for that long. So we're just trying to like rotate in a few different names here um, and celebrate some wins of some of our clients. But please know if you did not make the list this month, we always are celebrating you and so excited for all that you're accomplishing. Uh, all right. Well, I think you're going to kick us off, Jill. Okay. All right. So you're right. The first one on the list is one of my clients. So Gretchen and Harry, I am so excited for this couple. They have been longtime clients of Fiscal Fitness. I, I want to say five plus years. And I, I just love being able to work with clients and see how their lives grow, how their lives evolve how their dreams and values also change over time. And Gretchen and Harry are such a perfect example of that. They are, you know, go-getters, professionals, have worked really hard. And about a year ago, like shortly before COVID hit, actually, they showed up to a meeting and they said, listen, 
we've done all the things that people say you're supposed to do. We got the good careers. We got the good income. We bought the big house. We're like living in suburbia, like from all outside appearances, all is great and perfect and wonderful. And we just don't know that this is what we want. Like they just recognize that their goals and priorities had shifted in life, that they wanted to do something a bit different, that they didn't necessarily want to raise their daughter in a big city. And they really wanted to like simplify life and downsize. And I mean, perfect timing, I think with COVID, it's like everyone had to simplify a little bit. Everyone had to downsize a little bit. And from, you know, we just aren't traveling as much or do having as many experiences and outings. And so this has been a great year for them to like, kind of be forced into doing what they wanted a little bit, but they also really took action this year. They wound up selling their house. They had been looking for, I don't know, six months, eight months of like, do they want to live in a different country? Do they want to move across the U.S. somewhere? Do they want a small town, a big town? Like they really were entertaining so many different ideas. They decided to take a road trip to Southern Arizona and fell in love with this quaint little hiking town right in the mountains, um, somewhere that I guess people travel to from all over the world because it's like a huge bird watching sort of sanctuary area with amazing hikes and waterfalls. And it sounds amazing. I want to go visit. Yeah. But they really are like making this dream come true. They have definitely simplified life in so many ways. They both are working virtually from this small, beautiful town. I got a tour of it when I had the last session with them where they were like showing me on their Zoom, their backyard, which is a mountain. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when it's rainy season, the mountain has a waterfall coming down it. And I'm like, oh, so oh my goodness. So amazing. Um, so I'm just really excited for them for this next chapter of life, which is exactly what they were searching for and hoping for this year. Um, really cool to see how all of those moving pieces came together, how all of the intention and the thoughtfulness that we've been able to work through over the last six to nine months have now led to this like little dream of theirs coming true. That is, that is so, so awesome. awesome. Congratulations, Congratulations, Gretchen and Harry. We're so excited for you. I would like to start with a couple that I worked with recently, Dacia and Ron. And we recently just worked together in a Eureka session. And making financial change was something they shared with me they'd been wanting to do for years, especially back when they felt like they didn't have enough money. But one of the things that they said to me before our Eureka session is we're finally making more money than we ever have before, yet we still feel paycheck to paycheck. And I feel like, Jill, I hear that all the time. It's something I used to say myself, and it's just such a common experience for so many people. So when they came in and they finally got on the same page and they're able to start seeing their money clearly, it, you could just see like the relief on their faces. You could almost feel it, you know, even though we weren't in the same room together, yeah. even though it was on Zoom. And I'm just so excited for them. I'm so excited for what they can accomplish now that they finally have a plan. And I just want to tell them I'm so proud of you for taking that leap of faith and moving forward with the Eureka session because I know that once you start to see your money clearly, it really just changes everything for you. So great job, you guys. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. That like, just, I don't know, like gives me chills a little bit because it's so true. And you're right. We hear that the same sort of sentiments over and over again of that people do want to feel better about their money and they don't know where to begin so often, or they feel intimidated by it or ashamed that they don't have it all figured out already. And it's like, you kind of have to just like take that leap of faith, get over it. Like we're not going to place judgment. We're here to truly help. Like our passion is like, we love it when we see a budget that looks a little messy and we're like, we can figure this out. This is like looking at all the fun puzzle pieces and plugging it together. It's really where our zone of genius is. And so let us use that and let us teach you how to do that. I, I just think that's so cool. So it sounds Definitely. like an amazing session. Uh, all right, next on the list, Dale and Diane. These two are friends of mine and they just so happen to be clients. Also, I have known them since my oldest was two years old, I wanna say, so almost a decade. And the entire decade that I've known them, they've been saying, I think we wanna move out of our house. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years. I, gosh, I love well thought through decisions and patience. And, you know, um, I, I just love this couple. We've really been through so much over the last 10 years together. But this was definitely a conversation that kept coming up over the years of they had a great house, a beautiful house, uh, but just really thought we want more space. They entertain a lot. They've got a large family. Uh, their immediate family is just three, but when they have all of the cousins and aunts and uncles and everyone at their place, they always felt like it was a bit crowded. And so one of their big dreams was to move into a bigger space. And this year that happened. And so they just got moved in. Um, I want to say like over Halloween weekend ish time that they like are settled. I think that's about when I saw them. And I think they moved in a few weeks prior to that. Um, but you know, moving into the new home and knowing that this was their forever home, a lot of thought and planning had to go into that. And they really wanted to make sure that when they moved in, they didn't move in and see like all of these projects and things that they still wanted to fix and improve because that's what they'd been doing for 10 years. And their other house was looking at all the things and that they were like not exactly satisfied with and kept thinking we really need to get around to fixing this and we need to get around to renovating that. And so part of that planning was just thinking through all of those changes, all of the, you know, renovations or upgrades they wanted to the new home. So they got all the new flooring and the paint that they wanted and the countertops that they wanted. And I, again, this is the second home tour that I got this month of new people in new homes. I'm like, there's a trend here happening. Um, but I got another Zoom tour of their beautiful new home when we had our last session. It is so perfect for them. I mean, just a great space. I'm so happy for them. And I'm happy for them for getting through that big financial transaction and all the renovations and the design and like all of those things that can really be very overwhelming and can financially leave you feeling really out of control or frustrated. They did it from a place of feeling very prepared. And, you know, while there were still unexpected things along the way, as there always are in these instances, they moved through it very, you know, gracefully as much as possible because of the planning that they put into it. 
Oh, that is so awesome. I know, Jill, I feel like we've had a lot of clients move recently. We both have been getting some Zoom tours. Um, My clients, Kelly and Tracy, both moved in the past couple of months. And so just must be a trend right now with COVID, huh? Right. Yes. Everyone's sick of their houses. We've been staring at them for too many months. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next couple I'd like to talk about is Aaron and Ian. This is another couple who just went through a Eureka session. And their big challenge was their debt. They came in just feeling like their debt was overwhelming them so much and that it would be taking them years and years and years and years to get out of it. And, you know, that's one of the problems that's like right in our wheelhouse that we love helping people strategize around, helping them come up with a plan for their debt. So Aaron is a business owner. So one of the things we were able to tackle together is how much income should be coming in from her business so that they can make a good amount of progress on their debt. And when we planned everything out and we got it all you know, in front of us, we realized that they can have all but one of their credit cards paid off in under a year. Under wow. a year, which is crazy Incredible. to me. And Incredible. it's gonna be so cool because they're gonna be paying off something every other month. So it's like, February, April, June, like literally every other month, something was getting paid off. So it's just going to be so cool for them to get to experience that. And then their final credit card will be done in less than two years. So again, I'm so excited for them. I'm so proud of them for coming in for, I mean, they said at the end of their session, we wish we would have done this years ago. And, you know, to hear things like that and know what an impact it's going to have on their lives. I'm just so proud of them for finally taking that action. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. How fun that they get to see that progress like so frequently. It just keeps that momentum and that excitement going and to just do nothing off and one less bill to handle. I feel like it simplifies everything so much. Oh, oh, yeah. Beautiful. So excited for them, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Next on my list are my clients, Nasi and Ayelet, and they are knocking their goals out of the park this year, too. I feel like despite COVID, there's been so much progress for so many people, even when we had like a few months where it was like everything on hold, we're just going to wait, we're going to see what's happening. And because of that preparation, because of that cautiousness, I believe, when things felt so uncertain, I have seen so many clients really be able to make so much progress and have so much momentum coming into the end of the year, which is really a beautiful thing. So they had a family loan that was outstanding from several years ago. And, you know, we had worked together, we paid off all of their personal debt. um, But the family loan was kind of the last one there, which, you know, it was lower priority, no interest on it. The family was not asking for it. And really, I don't think they were even expecting to get paid you know, it was kind of like a gift in their eyes, but you know, these clients wanted to pay that back and feel like they had honored that agreement from years ago. They got that tackled this year within the last couple of months. And then they also reached their emergency fund goal two months ahead of schedule. We had set like this very aggressive goal to try to have it done by the end of the year. And they reached it in October. So, oh my goodness. Yes. Very fun. Very good way to end the year feeling that security and no, no more debt over their heads. Yes. That's so awesome. All right, next up, my client Kelly, she is officially opening up her LLC or registering her LLC this month. 
She has been operating as a sole proprietorship for the last several months now, and she's really starting to take her business to the next level. I'm so proud of how scrappy she's been, kind of figuring things out while she's working full time. And I'm so excited to see what happens once we are able to get, you know, her accounts opened up and get some good separation in place, help her to really like clearly plan ahead in her business to be able to set some very clear goals and know the impact of those goals on her personal finances. So it's just going to be really fun. I'm so excited yes. for her. I love it. And I love seeing a new business owner that is thinking about the financial side of their business. Also, you know, we work with so many solopreneurs at all different stages of their business. And I think all of the ones that come to us, sometimes they've been in business for 10 years and they're saying like, I really never like got a good plan together for this. Or I never really figured out how to pay myself or how to prepare for taxes or how to separate everything from the business and personal life. And it's so great to see someone that's just beginning, making sure they get it set up correctly. And if you are one of those people listening and you're in business for many years and it is still a little bit messy and commingled and all of that, just know it's no problem. We can help you figure that out. <laughs> you don't have to do it right from the beginning. We can fix it still now, but um, very beautiful to see her getting started on the right foot. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Next client on my list is Tori, who has been very stressed since COVID happened. She works in an extremely tough environment where COVID has had a really large impact it is taking all of her energy, like lots and lots of stress um, on her shoulders. And right when COVID hit, her initial reaction was like, I don't think I can do financial coaching anymore. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I can't think about money at all anymore because all of my energy and attention is being sucked into work right now. And it is all consuming. And one of the things that we decided was that we would shift the focus a bit of what we were doing during her coaching sessions to make sure that even though she wasn't using them in the same way as normal, we were using them to make sure she didn't totally backslide, didn't totally fall off track. And we would use our time together to take action because she couldn't take action in between sessions. So some of our calls have literally been like three weighing in with her financial advisor, with mortgage lenders, with her life insurance people, like getting those things set up so she still could feel like she was taking positive steps with her money and not having to stress or worry about like, oh, I have this homework or things that I'm supposed to be doing between coaching sessions and feeling like she was failing every time because she never found the time to do it. So I think that, you know, financial coaching shows up in so many different ways. Sometimes we're helping people overcome habits and behaviors and mindsets. And other times we really are just saying like, let's hop on the phone and call the person that you need to call and take care of this task that's on your task list. Because if not for our time together, it may never get done. And she has been able to accomplish so much over these last six months. Even though it wasn't what we normally would do, it still allowed her to stay present to her goals, to make progress, 
She's now getting ready to refinance her house and be able to tackle a big dream of hers, which was renovating this older house that she purchased. That's just like a beautiful house, but needs a lot of TLC. Um, and that would not have been a possibility if she had like totally put all of it on the back burner, not paid any attention to it. She may have missed the opportunity of these really low rates right now that she's able to take advantage of. Um, so it's, it's just really cool to see that progress can still happen. Even if it's not progress, like you thought it would look like it, it really does help to have that accountability and someone to show up to. Yeah, definitely. And I think like a lot of our clients before they got started with us, they, they kind of tell themselves like, well, I don't have time for financial coaching because I don't have time for all of those steps that I need to put in place for myself. But that's actually a great indication that someone should work with us because having that regular appointment on their calendar where they know, you know, even if they can't do the homework that we give them in between sessions, where they know that we're going to keep helping them move forward and stay present with those goals, you know, those clients who have that crazy busy schedule, it can be even more helpful in those scenarios. Right. So, 100%. yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for you, Tori, and I'm sorry that there's been so much stress and busyness with work, but hang in there. Hopefully, we're going to get to the end of this. Eventually, we will. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. It could be five years from now, but... No. I know. I keep telling myself, just go through one more month. Right. One more month. Take it That's one right. month at a time. You can do it. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Well, speaking of that, I have another client of mine who has kind of been hit hard by COVID recently. My client, Joe... She had some cases in her family, uh, including her sister who was hospitalized. I just heard from her this morning that her sister is doing better. So, so happy to hear that. Um, but because of it, she had to go on quarantine from her teaching job at school just as the kids were transitioning from two days a week back to four days a week. Oh. So kind of a stressful time to not get to be in your classroom. You know, she had the two cohorts that were meeting each other for, you know, the kids know each other, but they were blending together for the first time. And then there were a bunch of cases in her district. And so the building went full on virtual while she was still home. Oh gosh. And yeah, so just a lot going on right now. So Joe, you know, I know from firsthand experience what it's like and how hard it is to teach virtually. Just know that we are all rooting for you and we know it's not going to be easy, but we know, you know, that you'll get through this. Things are just going to take more time right now, but we are all thinking of you as you go through this season. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. The, I mean, it is just a wild time, I think, for so many people and seeing COVID sort of flare back up. It's touching more and more of us more closely than I think we've seen maybe in the last six months. And um, yeah, you know, it's a, always a wild ride. We just don't know what's coming yeah. from week to week, right? So absolutely. Oh, goodness. Prayers to you, Joe, that everything works out and you can navigate yet again another transition, right? So yep. Um, my last shout out goes to my clients, Katie and Jamie, who is a couple that came to me saying that they, one was a saver, one was the spender, which is the original name of our podcast was a saver and spender. So common for couples to feel this exact same way. Um, my husband and I, we are both spender and spender. So I was just going to say that's us too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good thing when a couple is a saver and a spender, but you know, they don't always see eye to eye on exactly everything. And I just really, 
I love working with this couple because they really do want to be on the same page with their money. They want to be supportive of one another. They want to grow together. And, you know, yeah, there's some bumps in the road and there's things that are tough right now, I think for so many people in a whole lot of different ways. And they have definitely navigated some bumps in the road, some challenges, but through it all, I see them being so supportive of one another that they're open to having tough conversations, to growing together, to really identifying what's important to them in their life and for their family and getting on the same page with their values. And I just think that that's one of the most beautiful things that financial coaching, when people think of it, it's like, oh, you help people budget or, oh, I don't want someone telling me what to do with my money. But it is so much more than that. And we see it time and time again, how people really do get so much more fulfillment in their life, so much more excitement about what they're doing, support for each other when they are in a relationship. And it has just been beautiful to watch that be developing with Katie and Jamie when we work together regarding their finances. So I'm really looking forward to our continued work together as they are you know, pushing themselves to grow. That's awesome. Way to work together, Katie and Jamie. We're so proud of you guys. And we just love, I know, I just love seeing that transformation. I love seeing a couple come together and work as a team. And I know in that like saver spender dynamic, sometimes it's harder to see eye to eye. Uh, I'll say that I see it too in spender spender. Like I'll, my husband and I want to spend our money on different things. So yeah. finding that alignment sometimes can be tough. So it's so great to see the two of you coming together with your finances and way to go. Um, so we always like to wrap up with a quote. And so last month we had some quotes about fear for Halloween. And this month we both have quotes that focus on gratitude. So same brain. We're always thinking the same cheesy, way, right? Cheesy as ever, Jill. <laughs> the quotes aren't cheesy though. Do you want to start? Sure. So my quote for this month is by none other than the wonderful Oprah Winfrey. And she says, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. Ooh, I love that. If you focus on the things you already have, on the yes. people you already have, you'll always have more. That's awesome. Yes. Mine is gratitude is a currency that we can mint for ourselves and spend without fear of bankruptcy. Oh. And that is Fred DeWitt Van Amberg. Quite the name. I have no idea who <laughs> that is, but it's a beautiful quote. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because it was kind of about money. I was like, oh, right? this is great. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect tie in to everything that we covered. So, yeah. all right, guys, that's all that we have for you for this month's FC Beat. As always, if you're not already in the Facebook group and you're catching this on the podcast, come on over, join the Fiscal Fitness Facebook group at Fiscal Fitness Money. If you're in the Facebook group, invite your friends. Come on, let's grow the community, support more people. Let's help everyone achieve their goals financially. And until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye everyone. Bye. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one -on -one financial coaching, please check out our website, www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. And please join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscal fitness money. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, 
Check out our Financial Coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.